Welcome back, everyone. You know the music, you know the beat. It's time for the Cryptom. <laughs> it's me, Mike, your host. I'm back once again after a nice little break. I took a little, you know, time to relax last weekend. Uh, sat with the family, did some stuff. Well, did a little bit of cleaning, did some gunpla. So, uh, we're back, though. I'm back right now. We're going to kick it off. <laughs> well, welcome back. Uh, welcome to episode 9. Um, now it should have been 10, I'm probably getting crap for it, but whatever. So here we are, we're back, um, got a little bit of notes from last week, this week, everything in between week, wait a minute, <laughs> now, so, uh, welcome back, obviously, we're gonna kick it off with the in Halo stuff, so this is gonna be a little bit longer because I'm gonna catch up from last week's event, but, uh, as you know, last week, Point of Light came out. Um, so far, I'm on chapter, I believe I'm on 37, I don't remember, it was not 30s, but, so I'm almost done with the book, it's getting really good, like, dang, <laughs> this book is good, and honestly, I'm not a huge reader, but the Halo books and Tom Clancy are the ones that keep me bound up and interested, so, um, that was that, you know, they announced last week the... Spring 2021 season is now live in Halo 5, um, and the Community Spotlight came out, so that was pretty cool. Pretty cool to see all these awesome things out there. Um, so, you know, Snickerdoodle presented it. Um, Fletch UH uh, redid all the Halo covers uh, with the Infinite Chief. Y'all, if you haven't seen it, you need to go back and dig it out of the uh, news. It was awesome. I thought it looked stupendous. Um, obviously the, so that was one of the big ones. Um, now I, I didn't go through every single one of these. I just kind of chose my notables. Um, so in the section called doodles, um, I love you more than you ever know. And by, uh, Benedict Allspice. <laughs> so they did uh, a anime style Cortana and it was gorgeous I actually have the images saved so that way I know what I'm talking about <laughs> um, Be a Slayer by uh, Uni343 or Ural, sorry, Ural I can't see my screens on my TV and the text is kind of blurry it's kind of weird um, so it's the, basically the power trio of Xbox now um, which used to be a duo, but since the acquisition of Bethesda Studios, uh, it's now a trio, so you have an awesome image of Gear, of Marcus from Gears, the Chief, and the Doomslayer. I thought it was a pretty kick-ass one. The Arbiter Study, and I am going to probably butcher this name, so Rythranzi. So if you're out there and you hear me, just let me know how to pronounce it, I'm sorry. So, um... It's just you know, a really nice image of the white ar of the arbiter with an elite buddy. It reminds me of the uh, Halo Legends style that was done with the arbiter one, where you watch how the arbiter became a uh, name that was forsaken amongst the elites, where it used to be a top tier kind of deal. <laughs> um, Unchained Requiem by Tanaran David and Halo. And Icky Day. Okay. I 
must be I made a really bad note there, but it's definitely a gorgeous, gorgeous Halo environment. It reminds me of the work that 343 Industries is cranking out right now for Halo Infinite. It was just, oh, I was like, yep, that's going to be my wallpaper. <laughs> uh, Leopard by Chris, or Christ, sorry. Christ, one, two, one, five, six, nine, one, three, nine, one. It's just basically a really badass Mark 7 with a BR. It looked really nice. So that was a, whew, it was nice. I really like, I love seeing the Spartan artwork, everyone. So if you, you know, um, I'm just going to say, if you join my Discord and you want to show off your artwork, I will gladly talk about it um, in relation to the podcast. So if it's a Halo artwork, I will gladly mention it. You know, it's a home for anyone. So, I'm going to change that up on my Twitter. If you go to CosplayMH, I'm going to have the Twitter, the Discord link in my lot in the header. So, you can just join my Discord. And then we can send you every results afterwards, obviously. So, um, and then Reunited by underscore LZ underscore. And I, I love that it's a Chief and Arby kind of thing playing Xbox on or playing Halo on Xbox and PC, you know, a good callback to the old days of RB and the Chief, um, if everyone remembers that. I think it's still going, actually, on YouTube, but I haven't seen a whole hell of a lot of it. So, um, sorry, Henry, you just... Now, there were some drawings in there. Let's play with a knife uh, by Spartan CA, or Spartan Ka, whatever. Um, it was great pencil and color work. I mean, and it... That reach Spartan that was there, it just, it popped. It looked great. I loved it. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of pencil and artwork. Really, I am. <laughs> so, I can never say this. Because, even though this is one of my favorite things in Halo Legends. But it's the uh, Hurting Yagolzal Mark I prototype. Basically, if you know what that is, it's the proto suit from Be Human. And it's a freaking chibi. I'm sold. I love it. I love freaking chibis. You know, I just, I think they're freaking funny as all hell. I love, like, the super deformed animations of things. Um, not a really big fan. Like, I, if you know me, I love Gunpla. And, or Gundam models, for those that don't know that. And I like the SDs, but a lot of the old SDs are really, really bad. So, like, I'm trying to hold my breath for all these new ki- new ones they're trying to make, too. On a side note, it's been pretty funny. Of Pixel Flare, if you all know him, that made the Point of Light artwork and some other artwork for 343, is now officially a 343 employee. And he made a pretty cool Daft Punk-inspired Halo art um, with the news of Daft Punk is officially done. Which, you know, a little bit sad for all of us that grew up, you know, with it. It's just what it is, but, you know, at the same time, though, we can't really complain too bad about it, am I right? <laughs> So, uh, and he actually tweeted this week, it's been really hard to be a 343 employee and keep my mouth shut. It is becoming a super challenge because he is just like us all. He is a Halo fan and now he has a non-disclosure agreement and he has to shut his mouth. So that's, uh, that's definitely a big oof on that part from being fandom to guy make, helping make a Halo. (laughs) So and then they had a couple machinimas in there. Uh, I tried to watch them, but I ran out of time. So, I mean, I couldn't really noteworthy anything. Um, notable posts, so things from the Twitters, things from Instagram, etc., etc. 
Um, they did make an extension this week on the MCC flight for Season 6, so get in there, keep pushing it, and get those bug reports out so we have a smooth Season 6 out, everyone. Um, unless you're like Sp Spider Monkey 60 from the 405th, who has pretty much everything done for this season and is bored. <laughs> um, with that said, we're going to kick off into the 405th now. We've had a bunch of cool things going on, and... For instance, MD8D or MD8 Designs, or um, from the Mountain Regiment, he is actually building the Halo Infinite sniper rifle. He is modeling it. He has most of the butt done. He has no functioning parts yet. We're getting there. New Colonial guy, Train Cowboy, is showing off the flex of the animated energy sword he's done. That's some pretty cool stuff. Um, Spitzkits uh, the other day posted in one of the the UGPS tack pad or whatever. Um, it's the orange one, not the nice blue one like Carter has. Uh, I modeled it and got the textures onto it so that way all the levels are there. You don't really have to model it and it looks so, so clean. Um, well, it looks like uh, <laughs> some people are making... Uh, Purple Hazy's been making some guns, some pistols, making the Hornet. Um, Hornet. Locust, sorry. The Locust from Mass Effect. So that's pretty cool stuff. Uh, all around in 3D modeling and printing, people are just constant, man. I can't even go and tell you how many things. Um, Duke Precious, or yeah, Precious, Precise, whatever. He actually, uh, we just call him Duke. Duke actually got his uh, Creality, what was it, Extended Ender 5, or the Big Ender 5. Let's just say that. He got that, um, so he's doing a good job on that. Uh, Pajork has been printing some parts out. Um, looks like a marine helmet. Had a little bit of spaghetti going on. Or a failure. I can't really tell. <clears throat> Apologize, everyone. My sinuses have been pretty bad today. So, uh, there's that. Uh, we added a couple new channels to stuff on Bionicles. Yeah, there's just some new channels that kicked off. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Electronics, we've had a little joking around. Spider Boy's working on his Halo Reach suit. He's getting some foam going pretty good. Um, and I think he, you know, he's stepping up pretty well. He's got a one forearm done. He's working on another. Um, <clears throat> Pagan Boy is still plugging along in the ODST armor he's doing. He's actually got the gap filler in there for anything to do it. Uh, Heath Bar actually made smaller shoulders for his t45 power armor um that's heath bar with a four not an a the four check him out you know everyone he's got a uh, got some real solid stuff going on there as for anything in our foam area i mean we're pretty much uh hitting the dry spell Adka's pumping out Aga props if you don't follow him he's pumping out his normal um lazarick's painting up props he's been printing like a madman uh, we got a lot of, a couple people looking at ideas for stuff for sewing. Um, I think we had some questions on vacuum forming this week too, during the, my little hiatus from podcasting. So, I mean, we got a lot going on and, you know, Turbo Charizard actually, um, has sanded some of his new ODST armor bits and that's his ODST files that he has for sale on his Etsy store. So definitely go support him, um. 
we have a couple other people out there. Uh, Oddworks is looking to, I think he's making a grenade launcher next. Um, same thing, Delta Props got his grenade launcher out on his store. That's Delta with a three. <laughs> so um, a lot of a lot of cool people on their Etsy shops. You know, they they got some stuff out there. Uh, be sure to go check them out and support them. Um, any any of those small group, really, just go give them a good hoot holler and support. You know. So uh, two weeks ago, we actually did the 405th podcast with Noble Death, Turbo Charizard, Rock Lobster, and Adka. So. That was some pretty cool stuff. Uh, they touched about most of the updates that happened prior. So, I mean, if you want to catch back up, you know, it's on the twitch.tv uh, backslash 405th Halo. You can go rewatch that. Right now, there is no official events till next weekend, which is going to be the Mountain Regiment versus the Southwest Regiment in the uh, Regiment Game Night throwdown, basically. I want to say free-for-all, but it's not really a free-for-all. <laughs> Um, oh, there is one thing. Rock Lobster has, or Lob, um, has modeled the, uh, light machine gun from, the, the mounted machine gun from Halo 2. He's made the actual top to it. Um, and it looks like it has a removable drum. So, not 100% sure still, but you'll find out more as we go, obviously. Um, keep a little bit of an eye on that one. If it gets done and I can have a chance to print it, um, I will. Uh, as for me, I have no work as of yet. I've kind of been writing down in my journal about the ODST build, uh, what I need to do, things like that. But again, if you're all interested in any of this stuff and seeing more of the things going on in the Halo cosplay community, be sure to go join the 405th.com. Um, that's just simple. You sign up, you're a member. Um, you can either be a handler, you can just be a fun person to hang out with at a con when they start back up. Um, and all that, you know, especially with everything starting to shift in the world with the vaccinations. So, um, still to stay healthy, keep your distance, keep your mask on everyone. All right. You know, we got to work together to get this beat. So after all that, we're going to kick it on to the main topic. Episode nine's title, it was meant to be about the golden child of the, the Halo games. Who's the best of them all, et cetera, et cetera, by the numbers. But in actual reality, all the games matter in some realm of an aspect. Um, but it, what we're going to try and get to is what age, what time area really gave us the most out of Halo when it was at its pinnacle. And, I mean, I got some numbers here just in the main Halo games using. Um, I might have thrown a couple Halo Wars in there. But don't... Like, I'm going to be right now full disclosure. This is from a researched, opinion-based matter. This has nothing to do with my you know, I'm just trying to keep my own bias out of it because in my book the best game was Halo 2 well Halo 2 and Halo 3 but um that's my opinion so I'm not going to give you a you know I'm not going to give you that so we're going to we're going to look at some of the numbers we're going to go back over some stuff what what Halo has claimed itself in top titles in money in units and all this and that okay so it's going to be a little bit of a, of a hefty thing. You know, we're going to go over some other stuff that I've heard over the week with communities in Halo. So, and um, actually, I will go over the S343 video at the end of the main discussion. And then we are going to leave it there. You know, we're just going to, done, leave it. So, 
when was the golden age of Halo? And I mean, with this is a research done back in 2016, so we're a couple years behind, but at the time in 2016, over seven, 70 million copies of Halo, the game Halo, was sold. And this is right after Halo 5 Guardians came out. So including all the major franchises, Halo Wars, and this was without Halo Wars 2 added, um, it was slowly, you know, and it's slowly growing still because people are buying MCC to play on PC with friends. Um, now that Halo Wars 2 has is on Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate, PC players can now play with the Xbox players. It's got, we got a lot of cross-play um, cross happening, which is a good thing, really. It strengthens, one, it's going to strengthen our community um, in Halo, and we're going to get more people coming back into it. And I've I've heard some friends of mine that were just PC players, like, wait, Halo's on there? I'm like, oh yeah, all the major Halo games, you know, minus Halo 5. But, um... Some of them have gone over to a friend's house and been like, oh, I played that game. That was awful. And I'm like, well, what you didn't like about it, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But that's a whole other topic. So um, back in 20, well, in 2001, yeah, 2011, no. In 2001, Halo Combat Evolved, the original Halo, actually sold 5.5 million copies when it came out. Now, this is the funny thing is that's back when it came out in 2001. So you have to figure you had a buffer year by um you know three years and halo used to be pretty i think a good rapid transition game pumping out but again too a lot of flaws happened because of that so when you say oh well 343 ruined halo you gotta remember how many patches bungie did and still does even to this day with destiny because they just rush games they don't pump out something good so on that note so we're gonna be looking at that and uh and that's how many copies they originally sold. Now, we're going to fast forward to 2004. At midnight on, what was it, November 9th? 8th or 9th? I don't remember. Um, they sold over 8 million copies within the first 24 hours of Halo 2. Making $125 million dollars. Now, that's an accomplishment. That actually held one of the highest midnight releases of a game's copy sold for a long time. That was a very high standard. So, and you gotta remember too, you know, Halo 2 also held the title of most played multiplayer game back during those three six uh, those Xbox original days online. Obviously, Gears of War dethroned it, but it was an Xbox title. I don't think PlayStation has yet to make a exclusive to beat that number on most played multiplayer platform. Now, Fortnite's done it, but that's multi-platform. Uh, Warzone's done it. I mean, it, these platforms now, you can't really say there's one specific because it's bouncing constantly, especially with Twitch streams. And this was also back during the days of when, uh, oh God, I forgot the name of it. Eh, well, the Microsoft one there that they closed down. I forgot all about it. I forgot what the name was. So, you know, you have you have those things. You know, so we're looking at that. Now, here's an interesting little snippet. By 2006, so within two years, Halo 2 sold half a billion copies. Halo 2. Now, that's the main game. That's not counting the DLC expansion, too. So, you got to figure, everyone who still has that game, that's how many copies of that sold. It's going to be up and down because GameStop... 
I know had Halo 2 games, you know, in there. It's not a big deal, you know, and that's what happened with that one. But here's the interesting fact, you know, so, you know, you all remember the cliffhanger, you know, sir, finishing this fight, bing, blackout, and we're just like, uh, motherfucker, <laughs> you know. I know I was pissed the first time I played it all the way through, and I was like, oh, you sons of bitches. I was cursing my head off pretty bad. Um, I had to keep it down, too. I was still living at home in high school. So, so we did, we did that. And that's actually a, a pretty impressive, and I'm not going to lie, that's a pretty impressive flex right there, you know? Now, Halo 3, you know, September, what, 25th? 2000, 2000, yeah, 2008 or 9, I can't remember now, wow, I forget, no, I should have wrote the date down, 7, I was in college, right, I don't know, I was in college, <laughs> anyways, um, they sold 14.5 million copies and $170 million were made in the first 24 hours alone of the game launch, and that's not including the pre-orders, this is how much they sold Day one on the shelves. That's impressive. Because you can't count your, your pre-order. Because if people just buy it already, it's already there. You know. So. And by the end of that week, they had 300 mil made on that game. In one week, you, you doubled everything. So when you're looking in the first week, you probably sold about 30 million copies of Halo 3. That is, oh, 2007 it was. Okay. <laughs> I had to remember. But, you know, that's that's pretty damn impressive, um, to be honest. So, you know, we had that. And then in 2009, Halo 3 ODST came out, you know, and only sold a measly 6.35 million. Um, but that was a lot, too, to get the beta for Halo Reach. Um, and, I mean, I that's one reason I bought it. But I, I, that right there solidified my, um, my interest and, I guess you could say, uh, love of the ODST Trooper. And that was some pretty cool stuff. So then uh, Halo, you know, then we fast forward to 2009. Halo Reach sold um, 12 point, well, 12 plus mil in the, you know, of its copies. When I think it was like first 24. So, I mean, that's, that's some pretty strong strength right there. Now, th this is the kicker. Everyone says Halo 4 was a thorn in the side, right? But Halo 4 sold 9.75 million copies with $220 million in the first 24 hours. So if it was such a bad game, how come they sold that much? People were I know people were leery about it. I was leery about it because it wasn't Bungie. So right there, there's some proof that it was actually a really well-anticipated Halo game. It sold more than Halo 2 and was just below Halo Reach. I mean, it, it can't really hold a candle to Halo 3. Because, I mean, it seems that's, that was the big game of everyone's generation. Then if you look at the Master Chief Collection, at launch, it only sold 6 million copies. But again, too, think about how much issues we had. Mm. We had a lot of issues with Halo 3, or Halo MCC at launch. And we still have some to this day. But they're getting fixed. I mean, that's why I'm glad uh, they stepped up and they're like, Hey, look, you know, we're getting you this and this and this. So, I mean, <laughs> that's good. You know, that's really good. So, and then, obviously, this is the kicker. 
this is the one I like the most because Halo 5 Guardians, we all know, we all admit, you know, Hunt the Truth, the marketing, everything involved with with that game was actually well interpreted. It was a very nice marketing and all this and that, and the story was a complete and utter farce. I thought it was some bullshit. But Halo 5 Guardians only sold 3 million copies and 400 million globally in 2015. They only made $400 million globally in 2015, folks. That's a little bit much. I mean... I think that's kind of insane. So, and that's just going to prove. And you got to admit, too, when you're looking at Halo Halo 5 at this point in time, it's a really small play pool. Only reason people are playing it is to get that uh, uh, 152 for Halo Infinite coming out this year. So. so, when you're looking at it, Halo had a high peak, and it has been on a slow up and down ever since. Um... So it's kind of from a objective view, the Halo boomed in about 2007 to 2009. You know, to the end of the in releases, they boomed from that age. Uh, they've been downhill ever since. It seems because I mean, you saw Halo Four 9.75 to six, and then three million or three, yeah, three mil plus. I mean, they it just it's a downhill slope, but that's because there are so many games, and Halo hadn't really tried giving anything fresh. Now, they did try in Halo 5, but it wasn't really well interpreted. Um, so, that's, that's just sounding the sad point. So, if you're going to be, I'm going to be honest, the error definitely wasn't Halo CE or Halo 2 on the objective standpoint, because the numbers don't lie. Yes, Halo 2 had all these records, when when it came out but that was it halo 2 at the time was the staple of everything online gaming for consoles was just brand new you didn't have a lot of this stuff so when you say hey halo 2 was by far the golden of all the halos i'm gonna look at you in a subjective view and go sure i love halo 2 i love it i think it's great objectively i'm gonna go no you're wrong <laughs> this is why but, you know, and that's the thing is, Halo Halo had to do a lot of firing shots back once, like, Gears of War and some of these new games came out that have a franchise now because they were quite the battle for them. They, they held a staple above all else. And Halo really hasn't tried to super innovate anymore. They've just kind of done what they had to to get by. And, you know, that's the sad truth about how Halo has turned out in the last couple, in the last decade, um, really in 2010, we've kind of just, Halo creation has kind of just laxed, in my book, they tried doing a lot of fancy stuff with Halo 5, I mean, I'm not going to say no to the advanced mobility, but some of that advanced mobility really wasn't needed, um, also too, you got to look at the fact of, we had a lot of things getting thrown every which way, I mean, Destiny was getting big again, MCC was trying, but MCC was failing, and people couldn't play the old games, and it was only on the Xbox. I mean, if you look at MCC then to MCC now, I bet you're going to have a huge difference because of all the innovations 343 has focused on to put into MCC. Now, I'm saying they're creating the new content's good. It's looking great, but that's the thing. They're creating the new content now. It should have always been like this, and that's one of the big 
in my book, that's one of the big hindrances that we've had with uh, Halo MCC. Is we we've we're we're way behind the the arc, you know, way behind the curve here. Everyone, we're not really pushing out too much more. So that's just God honest truth, though. Um, and I can tell you now, it's definitely not Halo Four and Five by those numbers. Halo Four tried, Halo Four fell behind. So you got to look at that fact of the new age Halo failed. It really did. Um, and I'm not saying it's not the fact of Halo 4 and 5 aren't good games. I mean, Halo 4 is a better game than 5. Halo 5 has a lot of shortcomings and other things, but they've improved that over the years. But in in aspect of the releases made in the Halo scene, they're really not. They never got a good foothold. They never could dig in deep and take off. You know, they they had something and then just flat on the face. So, w- with that, I mean, you're going to go to Halo 4, had minor hiccups, right? The saw being broken, some of the things in multiplayer, there were a couple glitches in campaign, they fixed them, but it, w- it was never early enough to be caught, and it just slowed the game down, and other games came out, more Call of Duty games, and just, it took away people, you know? Halo 5, very rawly unfinished and irritating story. Um, it really should have been called Halo 5 Fire Team Osiris. And then they could have worked on the proper Halo they wanted to do. So make it like a side Halo like ODST was. Um, and I, I still hold that true to this day. That Halo 5 really should have been Halo, oh, like Halo Osiris. And you had the mission of hunting down Chief as Fire Team Osiris. That would have been a good way to work in the whole squad dynamics and things like that, etc., etc. And then you could have created Halo 6 the way they wanted, and they could have brought more money in, and then they could have done something like Infinite. But we all saw how that happens. So uh, everyone, you remember when Bungie done Halo.Bungie.net shut down? They gave a nice little, they gave a nice little ticker on all the minutes and times and all this and that. Um, on each game. So, time played on Xbox Live since September 4th, 2004, when BNet went live. Alright? Halo 2 had 5.4 billion hours spent into it. Halo 3 and ODST rounded together 11.5. Halo Reach had 3.9 billion. That is a lot of time that we have spent as a community overall together. But again, you see this precipice of Halo 3 and ODST, Pinnacle, falling short in reach um that actually comes down to 123 billion 611 million 766,764 minutes were played on the halo bungee games at the basically that that was the pinnacle era you know of uh, online multiplayer but that that's a lot of time that we spent as a community between all the four major games actually tracked. You gotta probably figure it's double of that with land parties that's not recorded. You gotta and then Halo C E land parties. You're easily probably two hundred mil or a billion in there with all the extra hours people have played. I mean I know I played a, a full twenty four hour land party before. So add twenty four hours of that, you know, and then how many others have done it? How many others have done a week? Yeah, it, it's just insane with the amount of hours before actual recording could happen that we have put in the halo 
So when when you when someone comes up to you and says, "Well, the best time to ever play Halo is Halo Reach," I beg to differ. Halo Reach was actually number two. So if you want to say in the era of really the best era was between 2007 and probably I'm going to cut it short from the end date but more than likely 2000 and I want to say 2010 or yeah 2010 sounds about right because after that other games came out and Reach actually started dying off Uh, I remember it was pretty hard to get games near the end of it before 4 came out um no let's say 11 yeah, we'll say uh, 2000, 2007 to 2011. That was the prime time to play Halo. People were still playing Halo 3 and not playing Reach. Still. You know, I'm, I'm bored of this. I'm going to go play Halo 3. It was a lot easier for me. I've heard I've heard that one. By the way, I have heard that one. So, now we're looking at the gameplay aspect, right? Well, why would we want to look at the gameplay? We're looking at total numbers here. I mean, if you go into gameplay alone, that is such a... A subjective line of view to give somebody well Halo Reach had equipment and had loadouts and had playable elites well so did Halo 3 had playable elites big deal we had equipment in Halo 3 you have armor abilities you know it, it's always going to be a generational battle of your um, subjective opinion on all these things because it's always going to be that that's how we are as a community 20 years you know there's a lot of toxicity too and people thinking they're you know some sort of god of halo i'm just a guy behind a microphone that plays it and builds armors so (laughs) you can you can say to me all day long well you don't know any better you're right i don't know better these are my subjective views but i'm giving you numbers for an understanding of these these aspects so if we're, we're going to go about it and we're going to say, hey, I think Halo 3 was the best game ever made. By the numbers, Halo 3 was the biggest game played, was the most light game played. And MCC is the most, when it happened, was the most chosen game played. I cannot tell you how many times when it was the, oh, vote for your map, way back when, I wanted to play a Halo CE game, and everyone was like, hey, we're going to go play Valhalla in Halo 3. I'm like, I'm so tired of Halo 3. Come on. Can we go play Halo 2 or something? Yeah, nope. And that's just how it is, though. And another aspect, too, is you have to figure the console sales affect this. Now, by the time Halo 4 was coming out, um, you know, you had the Elite consoles. And that was actually, in my book, that was pushing the Elites to their max. And I haven't seen a Halo game really push a console to its maximum. Uh, Halo 5 did not push the Xbox One to its max. It may pu- push the originals, but definitely to try to be higher. So you know, we, we got that. We got the 4K adjustments to an MCC for, you know, when you're playing that for Halo CE and all this and that. Uh, in, the thing is, when when you're doing this by numbers, you have to remember the time era, the time in our lives we were at. Didn't have a pandemic during any of these, right? So if you went today, and let's say Halo Infinite was actually ready on time. We never never had to worry about a pause, never had to worry about any of that stuff, right? Right? Just hypothetically saying. Halo Infinite probably would have had huge sales numbers. Because of the fact of a new console has came out. Now, I don't think it's a bad thing that a new console came out. 
understand that people are people have been looking into the aspect of hey what can I do when I'm stuck at home well you know a lot of things have gone up um, hobbies have definitely taken off uh, cosplay stuff's pretty much always sold out <laughs> I have a hard time getting foam half the time so I'm not trying to be a dead stick you know not trying to beat the horse to death, to death with a stick <laughs> speaking today. What is this? This is a phenomenon. So we have so much going on with all these things. And I, I have to admit, I mean, it's when you're locked up inside of the house with everyone, you need something else to do because you're going to go freaking stir crazy. We have... What's going on at that point in time? If Halo actually had it going on, we would have had a whole lot more... Um, a pretty big sale going on in Halo. Now, the flip side. This is the fun part. The flip side to it. If we didn't have this pandemic, would Halo Infinite sales been this high? No. I don't think it would have been. Even with the release of the Xbox Series X and S. Infinite wouldn't have been this high. Infinite wouldn't have been this polished either. So, um... We're going over the aspect of, hey, we have all this data, you know, comp you know, community of data, and I wish someone else would actually do a new one of these, so that way we can get a better understanding of what Halo is looking like nowadays. Because maybe it's taken off. Maybe, maybe for all we know, MCC is actually now at like, I can't tell you, maybe hundreds of players. I'm twitching with something. Sorry. Or, Twiddling with something. Um, it could be like we could have, I don't know, maybe a couple million hours now played because of the pandemic or just in general because all the additions they've added. You know, hey, we added Halo Reach to it. Ooh, Halo Reach. Now it's cross play. Ooh, I can play with my buddies over on Xbox now or this. You know, it's a constant. The data is forever changing, but when you're looking back in the eras of Halo, at originality, the points in which we've gotten to now are shortcoming compared to what they were in the pinnacle time of new console innovations. You know, we left the tabs to have avatars. I remember when that update hit. I was in college when that update hit, and I updated to uh, Halo 3 ODST background with all the little sliders on the avatars and you know, it was some pretty cool stuff, and that made me want to go buy more things. That's why I waited till 4 a.m. to buy, uh, or for the the DLC to come out on, you know, the myth, the Mythic Mac Pack and all this and stuff like that. Because, of course, too, I didn't understand time zones. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's coming out at 1 a.m. Sit up at 1 a.m. Right. Shit. So, I mean, it's kind of a short topic because there's not really much more you can say outside of data without a lot of subjective views. So we're going to kind of cap off the topic with the Golden Age of Halo was between 2007 and 2011. That was the Golden Age of Halo, everyone. And I mean, you're more than welcome to say, no, I don't believe it. And if you want to have your opinion, feel free to go... Join my Discord and put it in the podcast discussion. I'd be happy to talk with you about it. 
Get your opinion. I want to know what you feel like is better than all that. Now, in that also, the aspect, we're going to flip it over now to what came out this week. As the As343 YouTube episode came out, um, we had, you know, the, the art team there that was mentioned. So, i trying to remember the names right now off the top of my head. I should have wrote that down. But anyways, well, Quinn showed up too because there was some sandbox questions again, which I don't know why we're still asking sandbox when it was art. But, um, so we're, we're looking at S343 went over a lot of pretty cool, interesting things, and some dynamics were mentioned, and other things were said were not going to be at the launch of Halo Infinite. Now, that being said, I would like to make a strong, a very strong note to, you know, everyone out there. Every person that, that loves Halo and believes that they made the right call on freaking out. It is a freaking 10-year project. Stop whining like a goddamn bitch. I mean, two things were said. We're not going to be at the launch of MCC. Or MCC. Please. I said MCC too much, apparently. At the launch of Halo Infinite. It is a 10-year project. You're going to get what you want eventually. But the, the fact of the matter is coming down to, no one wants to hear that. They want their stuff. They want their way. And I think it's a load of crap that that is said to people. You know? And so from my point of view, we've had an extra year to get things polished up. We've had all this time to get all these things figured out, right? You know, hey, what are you looking at from such and such and such and such? Well, I'm looking at this and that. Oh, pardon me. Um, so, stop, I'm just going to say, stop complaining. Stop whining about it. Let's just get on with it, you know? All right, so, right now, we are looking at what were the highlights mentioned? Uh, returning of audio logs into Halo Infinite. That's going to be exciting. I actually enjoyed hunting down audio logs and things like that. Gave you more history into events and things like that going on during your game. You know, before and after. Um, the ability to push and throw stuff, which... <laughs> I'm going to get to that in a little bit. Um, well, push and throw things off of Zeta Halo. So, I'm sorry. If I see a hole, I am so drop-kicking a freaking jackal outside that damn... Off that ring. I hate jackals. <laughs> Good old Spartan kick to an elite would be fun, too. Um, the They updated the hex pillars. So, they're not so plastic-looking. Um, different weapon variants. So, weapon variants. So, kind of like what we got in Halo 5 with the legendary weapons and things like that. But it's still going to be the same weapon at base. Um, different biomes are going to be in here. Um, nothing said about a desert, though. So, I mean, that one kind of made me sad, but we'll find out. Um, Non-hostile wildlife. Now, here's the two that everyone's throwing a little whiny fit about. There's going to be no playable elites and no dual wielding. Whiners. I'm sorry. They said, Quindo Hoyo said right in there, at this time, we are not focused on dual wielding. And then later on, meant to say, at this time, we're not looking at playable elites as an option to just go at launch of Halo Infinite. 
at this time. How hard is that to get? I'm just so tired of getting on social media and you see, well, Halo Infinite's room, we have no play bullies. How does that take away from the value of a game? Oh, there's no dual wielding. I'm not going to love Halo Infinite. Dual wielding has not been a factor in Halo since freaking Halo, actually, yeah, Halo Reach. No. Halo 3 ODST. We haven't had it since Halo 3 ODST. There has been no dual wielding in a main line, well, main lines since Halo 4 and Halo Reach. So, now that you've been begging since, I don't know, uh, 2012? For dual wield to return in a main Halo, main storyline is kind of bullshit in my book, folks. I mean, just saying. If you're hooked on that, you shouldn't be playing Halo. I mean, the biggest thing is, it was stated in a vid doc that the weapon balancing needed for dual wielding made it so much harder for the programmers and the sandbox team because everyone then could start with a doable weapon and get a weapon stronger than a battle rifle or a DMR or one of the other base guns and you have to go hunt for a power weapon. And that's true because in Halo 2, if you picked up the SMG and the plasma rifle, you could actually shred through a lot of people pretty quick before getting picked out. So this this has changed the dynamic of Halo. I get everyone liked the dual wield. Dual wielding was fun, especially dual wielding brute spikers. I thought you could actually rip through people pretty freaking quick. But it, it just, you altered the sandbox so hard. And now I know someone's going to say, well, Bungie got playable leads done within six months. And the hitboxes were messed up for years before Bungie got around to fixing that. So what's the point? I mean, if you're that nostalgic driven, then go back and play MCC. There's tons of elites on now because everyone's pissed. Grow a pair. Stop being a whiner about it. So, that's what I had to think about. I'm so sick and tired of these whiners about a game, you know? If you're going to play the game, just shut up and play the game. That's how it should be. Don't be going after 343. They made the executive decision. They probably want to bring these things back, and they're Halo fans like us. And none of you remember that. Well, actually, there is a group of people that remember that. But the vast majority don't want to remember that. So, now we're going to be looking at, you know, I, I want to make... We're going to go to the positive things now. We're going to move past this this bowl, this BS that's irritating, this negativity. We're going to go on to, hey, what was the good stuff coming up? The return of audio logs, man. Like I said, that's that's going to be exciting because I like the hunt for that. Those kind of like the, like the terminals and things like this. Learn of incidents that happened before Chief got to the area or existence in time. Think about the Halo 3 terminals and the messages delivered. And, you know, actually that was a good play for um, Guilty Spark in the books. When, if you've read the last book, um, before Point of Light, eventually they get the key from the librarians, basically Ancilla, or her memory fragment, whatever. I call her Ancilla, she's basically Ancilla to me. But, you know, or it's one of her keynotes, or gene notes, whatever. I can't remember it from all that. So we're, we're going to, you know, you're, you're looking at that as an overall aspect to Halo. And that is an extensively awesome, I think. I think it's a very good thing to have come back. It's always fun to go off the beaten trail. And we they said that. You know, you can go anywhere in this. And with... You know, the environment getting an update. So they said, okay, we're going to go to this one. The the rendered hex pillars have been updated. 
Okay. I thought they looked decent. Now they're going to get updated. They're going to have some some life to it. You know, that's going to look some pretty badass stuff to me. Um, and they, they mentioned while you're exploring in this, you're going to have different, uh, different encounters. So if you're on foot, the game's going to recognize it and give you maybe patrols. And if you're going to be doing this, you're going to get this. Um, the, the game's going to automatically generate things uh, based upon your current situation in the world. Coolest thing I heard is at night, they're going to be dropping in phantoms with searchlights. Talk about a callback to Halo 3 ODST, man. That is awesome. I am so excited to see this. This day and night cycle is gorgeous as all hell. I mean, if everyone has, you know, got the, the monthly update, you know, it's that's some... Oh, it's so good. It's just so, so riveting, so exciting um, to have all those things that we we're gonna have coming um, from coming into Infinite. Sorry, that's what I was looking for. And with that too, they said the different biomes in there. So you're gonna have some swamp lands. You're gonna have some maybe snow. You're not gonna get inclement weather where you're gonna get rainstorms and snowstorms. Which you know what? I wish we could at at launch. Maybe it's a thing down the road that's going to happen. They're looking into it still. So, hey, maybe a DLC is going to be up in a frozen area in the mountains in Infinite, man. You're going to have to get on Bro Hammer's Pelican. You know, go over there. If that happens, that's going to be so exciting because I would love to be... I like the snow levels that we had in Halo. They, they feel kind of cool. You're treaching through all this snow. You're seeing the footprints. It, it's some cool stuff. Um, I won't deny that. In the realm of, hey, we're going to give you... <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, that's just me being a wise-ass. What, what we're trying to get to is in the the figuring of that. They even said there's going to be um, tunnels. So you can actually have a tunnel system you can go through. How cool is that? I'm just saying. How cool is a tunnel system? You know? There's not many tunnels in Halo. I mean, this is not... I mean, we know half the tunnels are not a natural formation. All I'm saying. <laughs> but when you're you're sitting there and you tell somebody, Hey, I saw a group of, of well, no, let's just say crawlers running into that tunnel. Want to go after them? For all you know, man, you could be fighting a, a nasty Promethean boss or something at the end of it. Kind of like, um... What are they called in Destiny? I don't know, those... Hidden, oh, hidden sectors, or whatever, lost sectors. They could be like that, and that'd be pretty cool. I mean, in Halo, especially with the way most of the enemies actually move in the sandbox, that's some that's some pretty cool stuff in, in my book. So um, here we, you know, in this aspect of that, um, so the environment definitely is a monster all of its own, and they even mention in the skybox of Infinite that the ring is a full 3D model to make it give it more life. If you've read the book so far, you already know what my train of thought is on uh, Point of Light. So, just keep that in mind. I'm not going to give spoilers. I can't give spoilers. Um, I'm not doing an episode on it. So, uh, that that's definitely exciting. <laughs> now, they have mentioned different weapon variants to a weapon compared to weapon upgrades. Now, you can upgrade equipment, I believe they said in the campaign and whatnot. But, um, you're going to have variable weapon weapon differences so if you are picking up a br you might get a br 
with a longer scope, let's say. Like the long shot BR or DMR, you know. Those are the kind of things we're looking. I, I, I think that's what they're getting at. Um, I didn't really write this down too well, so you got to bear with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on going through this from memory. Um, so that was that was some pretty cool stuff. And the equipment they said is uh, they want it to be a once-in-use done thing in multiplayer. So I think unless it's turned on, grapple shot sounds like it's going to be a one-use shot and done. Don't expect to be going around like Spider-Man on a map. I guess is what they're getting at. That's kind of cool, um, honestly. Uh, I think that brings good balance to the game, um, if it's a once and done, compared to if we do... I don't know however how many people think there are. So uh, that that's going to be definitely a pretty, uh, pretty cool thing to see coming out of Halo. Um, now, the non-hostile wildlife. You know... I, I remember those big things they threw in Halo Reach just for the fun of it. I don't remember the names of them. Um, if you do, feel free to leave a comment um, or whatever in the Discord on my social media. I can't remember the name. Um, but Hostile Wildlife, I thought it would be kind of cool. But at the same time, I agree with them because you're, you're focused on the banish and everything going on. Why would you want to watch over your shoulder for some Hostile Wildlife? So everything presented is going to be friendly um, wildlife. They'll probably just run away from you if you shoot them, knowing uh, simple coding for that kind of for those kind of NPCs. So it'd be kind of cool if a chief could jump on a deer's back and ride it. That'd be hilarious. Um, and I'm talking about the tech demo um, they did there with the deer in the woods. Now. They did mention in the biomes that it's still mostly in the specific north northwest section. You're going to have elevated areas might get fog and some snow, some swamp areas, some deadlands from combat, um, etc., etc. Now, I, I didn't hear a direct no to the desert. I, I didn't hear, oh, we're not going to have a desert. But are we going to have a desert? That That's the... That's the idea I'm getting at. We didn't get a confirmed yes or no on it. I mean, I would love to see it later on because I think a desert in the new engine would be just gorgeous. We saw some desert on the Ark, obviously, when we landed um, in Halo 3. And, you know, we did some a little bit of a decent transition. I mean, that whole area was a desert at the beginning of the Ark. Or, yeah, the Ark, not the Covenant. Now, when they did the Covenant, I thought that was a pretty nice one. You know, looked good. Definitely had that Pacific Northwest kind of deal. And, you know, what? I think 343's pulled that one out. So, when when you're getting around to this kind of stuff, you can't really just say, hey, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like I think it's going to be an interesting concept from what we've been revealed so far by 343. And the coolest thing I liked is at the end, are you having fun making this game? Quinda Hoyle was like, yes. There's days we hate it, and days we curse it, but overall the experience is yes. You know, and the thing is, they're doing a very technical job. A very long, thorough technical job now. A lot of troubleshooting, a lot of things like that. And I think, honestly, it's the coolest damn thing they could have done. You know, um, Halo, Halo Infinite... On 
on any premise is going to be exciting for the Halo fandom. And that being said, I worry a little bit about... It, it's, it's a hard line to say. I, I don't know. But so far of what I've been reading... What they've been giving us on Infinite. I mean, how can you not at least be semi-hyped for this game? That's what I'm trying to get at. Two is, this is giving us more stuff to do. More stuff to play. And, and other platforming. And cross-platforming. Free-to-play multiplayer. You don't really have, have to even go buy Halo Infinite. You just download it and you can play it. Day one. That is awesome. That is what they need. Sorry, I had to put the table. I have a point I had to make for some reason. <laughs> but so far, the hype, I think, for Halo Infinite is perfect. It's building up. It's getting better and better. Each update, things are getting more revealed. I was blown away from the sandbox update, and then this art update, I was like, okay, okay, this is going to get fun. And then the, the, uh, the hashtag Ask343 videos have been getting more excited for it. So, what we're looking at right now, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be the art of Halo has gotten more refined. We are having so much better things happening. And I'm telling you, I want that series to see that ray trace because it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to love every second of it. I don't know if you are. I think I hope you are. I mean, we're Halo fans, right? We should be loving this game. Loving it. You know, it's, you know, it's just, uh, been kind of a, it's been a little while, <laughs> been a while <laughs> since, uh, we've had a, a Halo game that has really given super hype like it did, um, back when uh, Halo 3 gave me more hype than I can ever anticipate, <laughs> for starters. Halo 4 gave good hype, but it wasn't enough, really, in my book, and Halo 5's hype was just... It was good, but it was deceptive because we didn't get the game we thought we were getting. So, I mean, with, with that being said, um, go to the Halo YouTube and check out the hashtag Ask343 episode from this week. Uh, it's probably now over 20, probably 32 hours old. The first one, obviously, brand spanking new. Give it a watch. Go to Halo Waypoint, read some news articles. If I missed anything, feel free. Again, if you are looking to chit-chat or get your ideas out, feel free to join me on my Discord. Uh, it's Discord Cosplay or MH Cosplay. Or check out the Twitter because it's going to have the link in there at um, CosplayMH. So I will be there anytime. Support your art, support your decisions, talk to you. Get to know you, and you know, maybe one day, I'll, once I get it figured out, I'll have you on the show. We can talk some Halo. Um, I'd rather get the community in here than some big names, but at the same time, what are you going to do? I mean, if you're doing any of that. So, I guess that's it for this week's episode, every everyone. And if you have any suggestions, feel free to drop me a DM or a message on my Discord, and we'll go from there. So... That's it for this week's episode. Um, next week, I'll try and find something. Maybe uh, maybe I'll, I'll get a little bored and I'll 
go wrangle somebody in and we can have a, a one-on-one on something, you know? Who knows? We'll find out. So, uh, as always, thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next drop.